Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Dave Rubin and joining me today is the spokesman for the Canadian Truckers Freedom Convoy, a busy man, BJ Dichter, welcome to the Rubin Report. You have no idea how busy and I started my day with a car accident. So, you know, there you go. Oh, geez, are you all right? Was this in, does this have anything to do with the convoy? Uh, I'm great. Uh, I'm going to need a new car, unfortunately. Uh, it's, uh, but what are you going to do? Such is life. Such is life. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll put that aside for a moment. Yeah. First off, uh, where are you right now? And how did you become the spokesman for this freedom caravan? Or as your prime minister, Justin Trudeau, calls it, this group of Islamophobic, transphobic, <laughs> anti-Semitic, crazy people? Yes, um, the, uh, I have a good friend from Alberta. She is uh, a Métis, uh, very influential uh, Métis native in uh, Alberta. She's uh, from Medicine Hat. And her and some friends came up with this idea that, you know, we're, we're fed up, our economy's crushed, we have no lives. Uh, one of them, Bridget, was just about to lose her job. And uh, they just decided, we got to do something, let's, let's do a convoy. They did one a couple of years ago. And, you know, it was small, and unfortunately, it didn't, uh, due to internal wrangling, it didn't achieve what it wanted to do. So they decided this is going to be the convoy of all convoys. So they put the GoFundMe up, and they figured, well, let's get, you know, maybe we'll get 100 trucks, we'll get like, I don't know, $20,000, we'll get a little bit of money, and we'll go and have our voices heard. And Tamara called me, I think, the day after they started the GoFundMe, maybe more or less, day off, maybe two days, but I think it was the day after. And she said, oh, my God, I, I need help. I need help with this. I'm like, what's going on? She said, we started this thing, and it's everywhere. It's exploding. We're already at, like, I don't know what it was, $100,000, $200,000, whatever. And she said, can you come on board, help me? Because, you know, she knows I produce podcasts, I do messaging and all that sort of stuff. And I said, yeah, sure, it'd be my pleasure. And I also happen to have a truck as well. Um, so it was a perfect fit. And uh, there we are, uh, changing the world. So you guys put the GoFundMe up. And now as we speak, is the Go GoFundMe still up? I thought I had heard something just in the last hour or so that maybe it had been taken down because of a violation of uh, terms of service or something. Oh, that's the usual. Every three minutes, we get a thousand, two thousand messages telling us it's up, it's down, it's up again, it's down again. Everybody is there's people are unfortunately a little enthusiastic, and they come with some ideas of what's going on. But right now, uh, as far as I know, the last I spoke to them, the funds now are held for review again, and I'll explain what happened. The first time. Uh, the mainstream, sorry, the fake news media, it's not mainstream, <laughs> started uh, producing all these stories, Toronto Star, CBC, Yahoo News, that our funds were frozen because of, you know, extremists and right-wingers and all that sort of stuff. And I said to the team, don't respond. I've used GoFundMe. I know their, uh, their protocols. These are banking regulations. It always takes seven to 10 days for a new account. It won't be blocked. Trust me. 
And so they're going around building this narrative. Oh, there, it's all this speculation of why it's blocked and it is, wasn't blocked. And then we issued a press releaser once GoFundMe said, yeah, you're good to go. You meet all the criteria. We said a press releaser say to all the uh, fake news media, we apologize. We don't know why you would release such a story. It was never frozen for those reasons. It's just a regular protocol. And uh, GoFundMe has been great to work with. And wow. that was all right. The, well, I'll, I'm glad to hear that. For the record, what is the GoFundMe? Let's actually say it here so that people can donate. I know a lot of our audience has been donating already. Uh, it's Freedom Convoy 2022. So if you go there, you type that or Freedom Convoy Canada, you'll find that. Um, but what has happened now is now it has been frozen again. Ah, once we hit, this, once that we hit too positive a story, it was great. It was great. Everything was going along. They're just starting to do the first e-transfers and we did get some money transfer or whatever. And then yesterday, last night, boom, message on the screen, $10.1 million, whatever. Now it's being held for review. Uh, we think what happened, and this tends to happen a lot for people who use GoFundMe, it tends to happen a lot from the, uh, the fake news media. What they'll do is, they'll get, or, or the, the, the leftist politicians, they'll get an army of people brigading your account and just, you know, overload the system and then the algorithm triggers and then boom, it's being sent for review. Luckily now, because there's been so much international attention, uh, we have a team of lawyers and a couple of accountants that have flown in. They're on site now in Ottawa. They came yesterday and they're now starting the dialogue, working with GoFundMe, all that sort of stuff. So I imagine uh, GoFundMe wants to avoid the PR disaster of all PR disasters, and we'll be good to go. That's what I think. Right, all right, so let's cross our fingers on that. So in the yeah. simplest in the simplest terms, now that we've all seen the videos, I'm covering it every day, it's starting even to bubble up a little bit in mainstream media, although, as you say, <laughs> fake news media, it's tough to get these guys to, to pay attention to the right things. Mm -hmm. What is it that you guys want? What is the end game for the truckers and their supporters? Simple. And the mandates and the passports. Now, the reason there's those two things, the mandates, obviously, that's the vaccine mandates. Uh, there's certain people who want it, don't want it. Freedom of choice. Uh, I'm vaccinated. Some of the some our people are some of them aren't. Uh, but it's their choice. It's not the government's uh, choice to, you know, it's your body, our choice. No, that's that's not how it works here. Right. Apparently. The other thing is the uh, the passports, as I, I think you saw uh, when I was on Tucker, I explained that these passports, according to the agent in the booth, and I don't think he was lying to me, maybe he was, but I don't think so. He said to me when I went to show him my barcode, he said, it's okay, I don't need to see it because you just pop up on the screen. So there's, there's some sort of radius that they detect all the phones. Yep that have a COVID passport on it. And yesterday I came across the border as well again. I did a quick little run yesterday. Same thing, didn't even, I didn't, this time I didn't even volunteer the uh, passport, didn't even ask me. Cause that apparently links to their system and all my information pops up on their screen. And that's what you guys are gonna get as well. Yeah, I mean, it's truly, it's an episode of Black Mirror with a little bit yeah. of Minority Report, some Total Recall, <laughs> a little bit of The Matrix. It's all, it's all happening right now. Okay. so. The reaction to you guys from, say, the people that watch this show has been pretty positive. The reaction from Tucker's audience has been pretty positive, worldwide pretty positive. So I guess I got two on that, which is number one, 
How does it feel to be in the thick of something? I mean, Canadians are not used to being in the thick of like a true cultural political moment. I mean, that's number one. And then number two, um, do you think that there's gonna be real change because of this? I mean, it seems in the last day, even though Trudeau's hiding, you know, the premier of Alberta kind of was like, oh, maybe we should give in to some of these demands. He was sort of like, oh, I kind of wanted to do it, but now maybe they'll actually do it. Uh, how does it feel? It's, it's quite amazing. I, I've told this story a couple of times to people that I went behind the parliament buildings when I first arrived here. There's a park behind the parliament buildings and there's a bridge that crosses over to Quebec. And I'm sure Viva Fry can expand on this. There were, there was an army I don't want to use that word. That that means we're nope. violent. <laughs> right? There was um, it, there was thousands thousands of people crossing the bridge into Ontario with their Quebec flags and their Canadian flags. Remember, separatism has always been a problem in Canada. Together and going to meet their Albertan and Prairie truck drivers and hanging out together, giving each other hugs and. You know, some guys didn't speak English, some guys didn't speak French, but they're, fi- they're trying to, you know, figure out how to talk to each other, showing each other, you know, look, this is truck, this is horn, beep, beep. And, you know, like, uh, it, was, it was wonderful for the first time in this country's history, you got this sense of unity. And one, you know, Canadians not going to like me saying this, but one inferiority complex that we tend to have in Canada is you do have that, that, that unity of what it is to be an American, right? And for the first time, I'm seeing that in Canada. It's wow. absolutely amazing. So to be in the middle of that, it's awe-inspiring. Are you shocked how ridiculous the over-the-top, over-the-top attacks have been? I mean, that tweet by Trudeau, it's like, it's like he's got nothing left, nothing left. And there was the other tweet from him, you know, a year ago, truckers are all heroes, and now yeah. truckers are all the bad guys. Uh, I'm not surprised in the least. I actually, before he did that press conference, I put on my Twitter prediction, Prime Minister, Prime Minister Diversity Blackface is going to come out and call us all racist and bigots and whatever phobes, and he's going to publicly shame us. Why? Because extremists always double down. They only have one strategy, and that's him. Where do you see this going over the next couple of days? I mean, it, it, do you think that these gonna that they're gonna really turn around some of this stuff? Do you think, think that this gets protracted? Are you afraid that maybe they give you an inch? I mean, this has been the, the thing that I've seen in the last couple of days where it's like, all right, the premier of Alberta says, okay, we'll move on some of this stuff. And then you guys dissipate, you go back throughout the country and then they just ramp it up again a week later knowing that you know you can do this once, but you probably can't do it at this level twice. Yeah, that's what they tried with their convoy a couple of years ago, and they were successful in basically divide and conquer, and the politicians got one faction of their convoy fighting with another faction, and then it just fell apart. And a lot of people from out west learned very uh, learned that lesson that we're not going to let this happen again. Uh, personally, I, I honestly don't see this going on too much longer. That's just my, I might be wrong. Uh, the the morale on the ground is great. There's people dancing, meeting, people falling in love. Like it's it's re- it's like a hippie part. Like we yeah. become the hippies. It's We're amazing. playing the videos, man. All the music, <laughs> and they're cleaning up after themselves and shoveling snow. It's awesome. And so uh, we've had some uh, communications with the police because we do have a, a command center with ex military and a couple of ex police officers there ensuring that we have safety protocols, emergency vehicles have passed that they can 
go around things. Like it's really, it was really disorganized when we got here because we were overwhelmed. But what the police have indicated to us, uh, they were monitoring us for several days and they said, all right, you guys have been peaceful. You've been great. We know all that stuff in the media are complete lies. Keep it up. Uh, we are we are not going to act. This is now a political issue and the government will deal with you. Um, the conservative leader was forced to resign, which I had told him a while ago, I'll get you. And we did. <laughs> uh, he was chasing Trudeau off a cliff. And well, there you go. So I don't see this going on for two. At some point, Trudeau's got to realize all these countries in Europe have uh, abandoned the mandates it's the easiest win in the world for him to say, you know what, yeah. I the people, I disagree with them, but you know what, the science has changed. We're going to follow the European Union and uh, the UK, and we're going to uh, we're going to remove all the restrictions. Will he? I don't know. Right, because it's hard once you've called everybody a bunch of racist, bigot, homophobes right. to be like, ah, you know, but they did have they did have a good point. Uh, you mentioned that the conservative leader just got voted out, so. Obviously, I'm not an expert in Canadian politics, yeah. but I think I think I have a decent handle. And in essence, you guys sort of have two liberal parties, actually. One of them is just kind of called the conservative party. They're not very conservative in any way. But then you have the People's Party, which Maxime Bernier, who I've had on, who's been very involved in all of this, is the more libertarian party. Do you sense that they could gain a lot out of this and the conservative and liberal party are just going to morph into one thing? Like, do you see a real reshaping of politics in Canada because it's like freedom or not, pick one. I wish that were the case, but no, and I'll tell you why. Uh, and I know Max personally, I spoke at his first uh, conference. The Conservative Party, after Stephen Harper lost, decided, and I met some of those people and they were, I was in some of those meetings and they said, well, let's, uh, we're gonna go more center. And I said, you wanna go center? That's okay, like on social issues. Like I'm very libertarian socially. That's great. That's a good idea. But don't follow those guys off a cliff. Well, they did. So now they have to rediscover their roots and become actual conservatives. But there's 45 uh, MPs that voted to keep Aaron O'Toole, mm -hmm. the bald version of Justin Trudeau. So that's going to be a problem <laughs> internally in the party. Uh, Maxime, uh, the problem with the PPC is there's no ground game. The last two elections, I asked him and I've asked his other candidates, I said, what's your GOTV strategy? You'll get out the vote. And Max always said, well, we're going to do it at the conference. We're going to do it here. And I asked their candidates. They have no idea. So if they're going to be serious about it, they, they, I think they got to dial back the grandstanding a little bit and actually do community engagement. And they do nothing. I mean, that's how politics works, right? You got to get riding by riding. And they're doing none of it. So I don't know. I, I think the strategy that they're using right now is just going to lead to back to the old liberal versus conservative. But the question is, will the conservative party become, you know, more center right? Will they with Candace at the helm? Yes, but she's an interim leader. And it's frustrating. This The reason I got away from a lot of this stuff is because you say to them, OK, well, Take her, use her as an interim leader, go into an election as soon as possible. And then if she doesn't, uh, if she wins, then keep her as leader. But everybody turns into a bureaucrat. Well, you know, the rules and the policy guide is she can't like, screw the rules, amend, use your head, use your moral will and moral skill. 
but they have that inability. And that's the biggest thing that destroys that party in all the years that I've known it. To Candace Bergen's credit, at least she called him out on the blackface the other She's day great. in Parliament. So that was pretty good. All right, here's yeah. the here's the bumper clip. We're gonna clip Uh-oh. this thing and put it up on social media. If you had oh, a no message pressure. right now, maybe to Justin Trudeau and to the world, it can be two messages, it can be one message. Give me something that everybody can see and hear and truly understand what you guys are all about. If you're anywhere near Ottawa, come down to Trudeau's truck stop right in front of his office and his parliament. It is all peace and love. We are going to solve this together. It's all unity. It's a great vibe. Yes, people are upset. They want change and change is on the horizon. But we're going to do that when we stick together. We be unified. We don't take the bait from the left leftist activists. And we got all the time in the world. We're going to do it. And I think once we do, once we're, we're successful with it, you're going to see all the provinces uh, follow suit. And that might, I'm hoping, will have a ripple effect in the United States, given the amount of support we're getting from our American brethren in the trucking industry. And there's a whole convoy of American trucks at the border. Um, I think it's not Montana. It's another border. American trucks draped in Canadian flags. Would you ever have dreamed of thinking of that ever happening? That's the type of unity that is going to come out of this. And we're right on the crust of a new golden age where we all start to listen to each other. How about that for a positive story and a grand narrative? BJ, I wish you guys the best of luck. Anything I can do for help, you know where to get me. And now now get out there and change the world, (laughs) man. Thanks. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Thanks for tuning into The Rubin Report. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. If you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.